0: Blob Talk Radio Ray and Tay today Yes, what's radio's on... Talking sports with friends, and you know we got it on. From the NFL to the NBA, MLB and college, you do it all day. College football, we know who's number one. Understand, on the phones, you know we get it done. So call in, 718-664-9098, and we'll give you more. Talking sports, Uh. Hello,
1: hello, and welcome to the show. Hope you enjoyed Memorial Day. You're listening to Ray and Tay today. And I'm Ray, tall rayside.
0: And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor. Happy Memorial Day. Thank you for all those in their service. Just uh, big thanks. Listening to us, you know, Ray and Tay, give us a call. Got a game seven, got to talk about it. Game six, everything. 718 664 9098. Like always, Ray today at gmail.com, Ray Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, YouTube. We got you covered talking sports with friends. Let's get into it. Before we talk game seven and LeBron and, and, and OKC Golden State and game six, Indy 500, Ray, a rookie. Not how many veterans out there peddling the young rookies baking cookies. Alexander Rossi? Ro, Ro, Rossi? Is that how you say Rossi? last
1: Yeah, Rossi.
0: Rossi. That's, pretty young. That's pretty big, man. What what'd you think about that? And obviously the first rookie to win the Indy 500 since uh, our boy, what, like, um, Ilio? Ilio super- Castro-Nervis.
1: Yeah. Ilio castro and Juan Pablo Montoya before him. So and, and Castro Neves was looking like he was going to win at around the 400 mile mark. So what's interesting here is that it was all about science and all about gas and preserving gas. And you forget, people think that you know, indie car racing, especially, but also you know, NASCAR is all about who can go fastest and the fastest car and the techniques you know on the curves. But a lot of times, it comes down to fuel management. And this is where Rossi's team, Andretti owns the car, and this is his fourth win as an owner, and they just maxed out. They, he ran out of gas right after he crossed the finish line, but he didn't have to pit when everybody else did, and kudos to that team for managing the race perfectly.
0: Amazing, and came from 33rd place, Ray. That's what's so impressive about it. And he, like you said, he, he just pushed it, pushed it to the last limit and got the win. So, you know, kudos, props to that, you know, it's mainly an NBA show, but Ray, I got to ask you right now, seeing the Cubs, the Nationals, Dodgers, Mets, you know, all the great pitching, would it be fair to say that Jake Arrieta, would be your side young. But our boy Clayton Kershaw has a chance to do the Roger Clemens and win the National League MVP. Nine and one, 10 and one when he starts. But he is un- basically untouchable. I mean, the Mets got a little touch on him, and Dodgers win four to two. And I guess what? They won Sunday night as well. So they won two out uh, of one. Matt
1: Harvey won today, so the Mets oh, actually beat finally. the Chicago Cubs, the Chicago White Sox today, sorry.
0: Um, yeah.
1: You're right, though. Those teams and uh. those pitchers in the National League are just unbelievable. Oh, and by the way, the clutches of them all might be Madison Bumgarner, so wow. you don't want to see him in the playoffs. But, but you're right, though. Arietta, Kershaw, and you throw in Bumgarner, if – those league leaders have some serious pitching. Now, the Dodgers are, are slacking a little bit. They brought Arias up on uh, on Friday. But you're right, though. This, this age of, you know, home run hitters but also strikeout pitchers is, is really something to watch.
0: We're seeing a Hall of Fame career with Clayton Kershaw. And as great as he's already been, this season might be his best. I mean, it's, it's just – it's great to watch. Um, you feel like, like – and I always say this to you, right, and we say it on the air, baseball's in such great hands. I need to see a Clayton Kershaw commercial, an Arietta commercial. Where's the Bryce Harper spot? You know what I mean? I, I know sometimes on MLB Network you'll see a couple of baseball commercials and Buster Posey has that national commercial with State Farm. But, Ray, I, I would totally market the heck out of Clayton Kershaw. I mean, come on. Why isn't Clayton Kershaw dropping dimes, dropping dimes? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, he could be doing all types of spots with, you know, I mean, just think about, like, I don't, I don't even know, but anything that has to do with throwing hard or fast or, you know, I mean, cleaning, you know, striking cats out. I mean, it's just, it's great to see. It's fun. You know, baseball's heating up. It's Memorial Day, so you got to talk about baseball. But we're really all about the NBA tonight. I mean, and look, and we'll say game one. We already previewed our Stanley Cups. We both have the Penguins. You said what, six games, and I said seven? Yeah, I think. You so. said, okay, so Penguins in six, and I have them in seven. And so that'll be fun. But it's all about game seven. Let's rewind, talk about the weekend. Let's start with the East first. LeBron, six straight chip. They destroyed Toronto. K Love, Kyrie, it was just great to see, and it was interesting to see, you know, LeBron getting all choked up with, you know, Doris Burke after the game. I think they feel home court against OKC, revenge against Golden State. I think LeBron, with his boys being healthy, he feels good about either matchup and away we go on Thursday night. I cannot wait. You think he has a preference of who he wants to play? Or do you think he's like, either way, let's roll?
1: Well, Well, he's a professional, professional, and so either way, let's roll roll is probably how he feels in his heart. heart. But but in the back of his mind has to be the fact that the Golden State Warriors beat him last year, and he didn't have his troopers. He didn't have his dogs. Oh, and by the way, three years ago, he got lucky with Ray Allen hitting that corner three to beat – To beat the Spurs, and then the Spurs came back and gave it to him in five the next year. So Mm -hmm. I got to think that he wants to close the books on this Golden State Cleveland, you know, I don't want to say rivalry, but this Golden State Cleveland matchup. So I think personally he probably has a preference for the Warriors.
0: And and LeBron is back to back MVP as well, right? He doesn't want to be the back to back back MVPs, the
1: 73 wins, the fact that they beat him in the finals last year. and, And LeBron, if anybody knows about that old boxing adage that if you want to be the champ, you got to beat the champ, you got to go through the champion. So I got to believe that he'll take anybody, but he's got a preference for the Warriors.
0: Yeah, I I think so, and, you know, it's going to be fun to watch. Let's talk about game six. I mean, we're texting each other back and forth. It it was incredible. You called it. You said there'd be a game seven, that they would, you know, win those two in a row. They did. I thought OKC uh, was going to win. They had the opportunity. But I'll say this. Everyone's been saying it. We got to chime in. Bunch of things. Number one, I did not like how it started because – Like Barkley said, and just in general, they can't play hero ball. And, Ray, you can't have Adams only having six shots for the game, waiters five shots, Cantor uh, only, you know, five attempts. These guys have got to get more minutes, more touches. When you have Durant starting off the first, what, five, six minutes in the game, he was already like two for seven that it does make you nervous cuz yeah him and russell can get their shot anytime what got them the free one lead was getting the others involved attacking the post using their size and length i mean 10 for 31 ray and the final what six possessions in the fourth quarter the meltdown between russell and durant was ridiculous and then durant not getting back to really go and contest curry it was just, I felt like they were so unfocused, undisciplined. They, it was a meltdown. And if they don't win game seven, you directly will point to OKC at home, game six, Durant 10 for 31 and a meltdown, Russell 10 for 27. You blame it on the two superstars, wouldn't you? Of course, yeah.
1: So they had 57 points, but. It took them fifty eight shots to make fifty seven points. Oh yeah. That's it's ridiculous that's too much in a playoff game, right? Too too many shots, right? The whole team took ninety shots and they took fifty eight. So they took call it sixty of the ninety shots. They took two thirds of the shots.
0: The best cat, they have thirty eight what, like thirty eight misses and the other guys only had thirty two attempts. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's crazy. And then oh, on the man. other hand, Klay Thompson was shooting out of his mind. Set the was record that the for best? threes in a game.
0: Was that the best? Yeah,
1: he he had fifty. They shot fifty-two times. Steph Curry had a bad shooting game too, right? Nine for twenty-two, yeah. but he hit six threes. So together they were twenty-three for fifty-two, scoring seventy-two points. So they scored seventy-two points on fifty-two shots. So fourteen for thirty to
0: play. Amazing. Yeah,
1: I, I, Clay was just Ray, he's better than
0: Harden. It's, it's time for us to stop playing around. This guy plays great D, and he's a smidget below Curry in terms of being the second-best shooter in the NBA.
1: He's been great this
0: whole series.
1: It's, it's hard to argue with that, I mean, especially because of his defense. You know, I always have a, a bias in my heart for lefties. And for people that play both sides of the court and you play impact D. the D. game Sorry. on both sides of the court. It's one thing to play D a possession or two, but he's guarding Russell Westbrook. You know what I mean? He's guarding Russell Westbrook when the two-time MVP can't. So, you know, with all due respect to Steph Curry, great player, not saying he's not even better than Klay Thompson, but he's just not physically able to stay with, with Russell Westbrook. So, Steph... Gets to kind of take a lesser role defensively, but Clay can't take a possession off on defense. Uh, so yeah, uh, unbelievable playoffs thus far for Clay Thompson. And if they win and end up going to Cleveland and beating Clay, I mean, this guy needs needs a raise. This guy needs to be getting paid superstar money.
0: I honestly feel if Russell gets by half. Six assists, five rebounds, maybe ten points, they're in a good place. When he's, you know, getting twelve kind assists. Kinda where
1: he was last game though. That's that's about where he was at the half last game. He had great statistics.
0: Yeah, uh you know, in terms he's, terms you know, he's gotta penetrate stuff. he's gotta penetrate and drop dimes to Adams, Abaca, and Cancer. They've gotta play big. Cantor's got to play more minutes, more quality minutes. Um, I just – look, these guys got to get touches. I mean, Durant, he's great, but I, I just – I felt like he – I i don't want to say this, but to me, I, I don't think he plays great, D. He does. And, and I think Durant, sometimes he he gets away with, everybody looking to rip and criticize Russell. He's that quiet assassin, but it also sometimes gets him away from being criticized. And I love KD, but to me, he, listen, their tw- 15-man roster, OKC's better, I think, than Golden State, 15 to 15. And the only way Durant gets redemption, Ray, because, look, if we're not going to rip Chris Paul we're not making it to the finals, and Durant made it to one, but he's you know had a three one lead, and they've had all these opportunities. He's got Russell Westbrook and the best team, and yada yada yada. Go beat the champs! Go beat the champs! And because what you saw the other night, I gotta was tell you
1: something though. But here's here's the only difference I I, I can say between between uh, Chris Paul and, and Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's been to a finals. And I got to tell you, in this new era of basketball, where you can't really touch anybody, and you can spread the court, I disagree. I think the only, well, not the only. The two major advantages they have are on the boards, OKC, that is, on the boards, and the fact that they have Russell Westbrook and KD, who are slightly, maybe, slightly, but only slightly, more lethal than, uh, than uh, Thompson and Curry, only because they can beat you in different ways, right? Kevin Durant 6'11", right, right. virtually unguardable, and Russell Westbrook's just a physical specimen. Uh, the other two are obviously much better shooters. But don't you uh, think Durant's going to penetrate more? He shoots so he settles for too many jumpers. He does. Rant. He settles for too many oh. shots, and, and he's trying to be the hero, and, and deep down inside, it's almost like somebody's in his ear all the time saying, like, you're the man, Kevin. You're the man, Kevin. You can make this shot, Kevin. You can make yeah. this shot, Kevin. And it's like, Kev, everybody knows you're the man. You're an MVP. You're in the finals. Find a way to win. It doesn't have to be you hitting a 30-footer. It doesn't have to be. It could be Penetrating and dishing to Ibaka, it could be drawing a double team and, Ray, and how about the Waiters
0: penetrate. Are you? I, I was like, I was dumbfounded by how like, I mean, they couldn't get the ball in bounds. Then they, I mean, he lost it off his leg. Like I was just like, it happened so fast. I was like, wait a minute, what just happened there? <laughs> I was like, how did he lose it that quickly? I, it was yeah, it was, and, it was, and like a I video game.
1: For a guy that's that's a that's a prolific scorer and just a great great all around player, you know me. I told you about you know Kawhi Leonard and how I like his game and, and everything. But look, Kevin Durant is no doubt that he's a mega 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 star. But for a guy, he needs to be stronger with the ball. Because remember nah. in the San Antonio series, right? That that end of the game play that, that turned out to be so awkward, and and, and Mono Ginobili did that you know almost stole it from Deion Williams. Remember what happened in that play? Kevin Durant got stripped at half court. He, he caught mm-hmm. the ball, and he got stripped at half court. And his fourth quarter execution, especially for a guy that shoots 90% from three, like you want the ball in his hand, 90% from, from the free throw line, sorry. You want the ball in his hands all the time. He's not as strong and as dependable with the ball as you would like a megastar to be. So, his last five minutes. If you look back at the playoffs in these games, he really hasn't been delivering like a guy of his caliber should. So this is a big, big game for Kevin Durant. Plus, we keep talking about his impending free agency. And does he? He's stay? not going anywhere.
0: I think he knows. I hope
1: not. I hope not. not. I, I hope year. not.
0: Because playing with Russell guarantees him a break, guarantees him the best. You know. Second, you know, if you want to call him second, but best second guy he could have. I, you know, I always, you can't say Batman Robin. I just say Batman Superman. And, you know, to me, I just, there's no reason to leave unless they leave together. So I think that's not even an issue. I think DeMar DeRozan stays in Toronto. Lakers saying they don't want him. I don't believe that either, but they might not because, you know, he doesn't shoot threes. And DeMar proves in some ways he's good and he gets a lot of, you know, twos, but in the three-ball era that we're entering, or well, I guess, in, he's not dynamic enough. He's not like, you know, he's not so much of a game-changer. He's a nice piece, but he's your second or third best player, DeMar DeRozan, as much as we like him. Do you know what I mean? Tonight, you know what tonight is? I agree is?
1: with that, and the Lakers are used to having, you know, megastars. The Lakers don't build their team. The one thing you give the Lakers credit, they build their team around superstars, right? They got Shaq in 96, it, right, they'll be
0: patient. They'll wait. They'll wait after this season to get Duran and Westbrook as a package together. If they feel that they can get them, they'll wait. They won't just go sign Noah, who's beat up. You know that's something that the Knicks would do. <laughs> we always sign superstars when it's too late. The Knicks would sign Noah,
1: Kiki Vandeweghe, Xavier uh, McDaniel. We done get that all, all these guys. lives. Rolando Blackman.
0: Right, don't get get guys, me, no. The
1: only guy we got in his prime was Alan Houston, I can honestly say. And he wasn't, you know, a mega star. He was a star. We wanted Reggie mega, Miller. <laughs> but we don't get anybody in their prime. Uh,
0: I, I tell you, listen, it's going to be fascinating. You're hearing all these trade rumors, the Sixers, and this and that, and want to move Okafor and Noel. We'll see what happens. But, you know, I think tonight, if the Warriors lose, how do you define this run? And now assuming it's not over, right? Let's say they keep Barnes because they could lose Barnes. Somebody like Phoenix or some other team could come after them. But if they keep Barnes and they keep the team, it, let's be honest, the Spurs never won back to back. All those years they won, it was 07, 09, 11. You know what I mean? They won every other year. So sort of like the San go right. Giants. So if they lose this, they could come back and win it next year very easily. So how would, I think you, so. How would you I think there's it?
1: nothing to be ashamed of. You know what? I, I look at it, like you said, as a two-year run. I mean, if you only told me that a team won 73 games, broke Chicago Bulls record, and didn't win the championship, if you just gave me those facts, that's why the devil's in the details. For all you kids out there, you've got to be into the details. Because if you just told me that, I would say, absolutely, that team is the disappointment. That team. And then you start to go, oh, they weren't clutch. They didn't deliver in the playoffs. They didn't do whatever, blah, blah, blah. But if you look at this Golden State Warrior team, and you can say to yourself, you pan out a little bit, and you say to yourself, wait a minute, they won last year. They beat San Antonio. They lost barely, came back from down 3-1, and let's say they lose tonight, and I'll I'll give you my prediction in a sec, but let's say they lose tonight, and they lose to two of the four or five best players in the league. Mm -hmm. It's not not a disappointment. It's not a disappointing two-year run, right? Because they still have a championship. They still broke the record had they not won last year then i'd say yeah you could you could argue that in this two-year run if you can't win a championship then that's disappointing but i would say that yeah of course they'll be disappointed but they're nowhere near done they're nowhere near done and 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 this two-year stretch is nothing to hang your hat about on this is two, you know in this two-year stretch that is, is one of the most impressive two-year runs ever in the NBA. So nothing to hold your, to, to, you to, Well, know, think about it. it. The Spurs are probably
0: going to drop off, right? Even though they have Kawhi and LaMarcus, they still need to replace Manu and Tim, whether it's this season or next season. But, you know, those guys are slowing down as, yep. as well as Parker. So to me, there's no reason that this Western Conference Finals won't be next year's Western Conference Finals. And it could be the Warriors going to the chip. So to me, this is, this is going to be a, a four to six year run and we'll judge it then. But we're in the middle of history now. And to me, I have no issue with the Warriors losing tonight. And I think the Thunder, their greatness has been delayed because of health. And Ray, I think they have to answer the bell. Because to me, they've got a lot of other issues pressing in the sense that, okay, the switching of the coach, potential free agency. Now, if you tell me Durant signs up, they lose this game, but Durant comes back next year and then they win it next year. And then the two of them say, all right, let's just sign another, you know, four year, five year extension. Then the Thunder can go on a, you know, a run where they win two out of the, you know, the next four or five finals. Who knows? They're going to be banging heads. Let's be honest. This is going to be like the Eastern Conference of the old Celtics, Pistons, Bulls. That's what we're seeing here. We're seeing it though with the Clippers, Thunder, Spurs, and Warriors. Four great teams. That's what we're seeing, and we and we have to sort of, you know, capture that moment of history and realize these guys can go in a round robin of just kicking each other's butts. You know, and and there's no shame in losing to another great. I mean. Look at the Spurs. They had the sec what is it like a top what was it the fifth best record in NBA history and 7 wins. Conference? Yeah, amazing season. So, you know, look.
1: No, you're 100% right and and the the thing is, you know, like I was saying a couple weeks ago and I think we both kind of concluded these four teams are mm-hmm. each excellent excellent champions and would be Excellent representatives of the NBA. So I'm talking about the Spurs, the Warriors, you know, the the Thunder and the Cavs. If any of these teams won, they would stand up as one of the better NBA teams, certainly in this era and even going back. I think they they each present you know a really interesting if you look back in history, uh, you know, team dynamic. Right, the Warriors are this newfound NBA. The Cavs have their big three. The the Spurs have their system. The Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant, two of the top five players at any given. And the old guys got to stop, Ray,
0: because Curry and Clay can play in any era. And okay, you play. Doesn't matter how healthy you are, you play and you don't cry. Curry's not crying, crying, but we know he hurt the elbow a couple of days, a couple of games ago. You know, the knee's not 100%. He's not saying nothing. Yeah, you know, some guy guys do to need to
1: stuff. back up. Enough, so Eddie. Yeah. You know, Oscar, you, you're Oscar Robertson.
0: Yeah, and Oscar all these stop, up, it. stop it. He stop it. He's just like the old guy, get off my lawn. Because you know what? Curry would adapt to any era. He would. He just would. And, yes, it's true. Perimeter defense sucks now. It does. It's not. Nobody would debate that, but when it comes down to the final fours, the Warriors would be a tough team against the bat. They'd have to figure out how to play against Isaiah Joe Dumars. Let me tell you something. Joe Dumars is not hanging with Clay Thompson. I love Joe D, but Clay Thompson would put it on Joe Dumars. Period. Yeah. Let's, let's no, keep it real. Clay Thompson 6'7", an athletic... I mean, you know, their releases, how quick do these guys shoot it, right? I mean, it's like, crap, you're like, oh, God. I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing, though, and, and we talked about
1: this, and this is kind of funny but kind of serious, though. They take and make what any coach, if you've ever coached or played basketball, <laughs> are terrible shots. Yeah. Clay Thompson, when he gets his feet set and he's all good and he's wide open, yeah, he'll hit 60% of those threes, right? But he's also taking cont- – now, these are desperation shots in game six, so I'm not even talking about game six. I'm talking about other shots. He takes shots from 25, 28 feet. First of all, that's a terrible shot for anybody Anything but up? Steph Curry or, 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 or Clay Thompson. Young Amazing. kids out there, don't take those shots. Those are terrible shots. You cannot hit more than 20% of those shots. Stop it. Don't even take it. And they take contested threes – threes from way beyond the arc. I mean, these are bad shots for most people. So, you know, these guys are just supremely talented. Their eye-hand coordination, their ability to shoot is just unparalleled. So, yeah, these guys stand up to any era,
0: really. they All do. right, we got three minutes left. Make your pick for game seven. Forget about what you said before. Going into the series, you had uh, Warriors, I had OKC. We know how it's played out. Who wins Game 7 to join the Cleveland Cavaliers in the NBA Finals?
1: Woo! I got to tell you, OKC had every right and every reason to win this series. They were the better team. They were the aggressor. They were taking it to them. They had the rebounds. They had the two best, you know, sort of, offensive, uh, uh, you know, unstoppable players just physically. One of them is 6'11", one of them is four, and you can't physically handle them. But I got to tell you, at a certain point, Ooh. doubt creeps in your mind. Doubt Ooh. creeps in your mind. You were in the shook daddy? I don't think he shook. I don't think he shook. But between hero ball... And between the fact that he lost the finals when he was up one, you know, he had game one and then LeBron came and LeBron, D. Wade, and Bosh beat him four years ago. Mm. Uh, between the fact that they've lost 15 fourth-quarter leads in the regular season this year.
0: Durant out of 36 points in game seven. I'll just say that.
1: Okay, but but <laughs> the recent history is such that they've lost a lot of close games. And I just think at a certain point on the road in Oakland, and this is what 73 wins gets you, it gets you game sevens at home, Oof. that they're going to be shook a little bit. I don't, I'm not saying they're scared. I just question their execution, their last right, five-minute execution. Score. Score. Golden State Warriors win and go to the finals
0: wow. 103-98. Ooh, low-scoring game. Okay we got a minute left. We're going to tip off. Tay said in the beginning of the season on our preview show, I think it was October 27th, the Cavs and the Thunder would be in the finals. And I'm sticking with my bit. I think the Warriors are amazing. They're the heart of the champion. And, and the, the Splash Brothers are ridiculous. But I think, ladies and gentlemen, there comes a point in time where you see one human being rise above the rest. And Switch that one. gentleman is Russell Westbrook. And tonight, he gives you 37, 10 rebounds, 13 assists. Wow, you can't Frazier. He gets his guys involved and he makes it happen. The Thunder win 106. 101 over the Golden State Warriors. It's time for tip off, and Tay is sticking with it. Great show. We will be
1: back to talk about it on Friday. We'll be back to talk NBA and NHL finals
0: on Friday. Talk about what happens in Game One. Either way, I think Cleveland wins Game One, whoever they play. And um, enjoy it. Enjoy this classic. Have fun. I hope
1: it's a great game. That's just all oh, I hope. It's a, I hope we don't anything. see the Warriors
0: blow out. Because let me tell you, Warriors could also win by twenty-one. I'll just say that It could embarrass them. Because OKC could get a little sobby and just be like, oh, whatever. But I think Russell does what he needs to do. Durant, he only needs to shoot maybe twenty-four shots. If he shoots over thirty shots, they they probably lose. Great show. I, you got Less the enjoying.
1: you got the Thunder. I got the Warriors. We'll check it out tonight. Out! Woo
0: Game seven. A story.